Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, uh, episode 29 of this new program here on KSL. Last week, uh, or rather at the start of this week, we learned some terribly tragic news. It was last Friday uh, that a young man uh, took a firearm and killed uh, most of his family. Uh, three younger siblings and his mother uh, shot his father. His father uh, survived and is recovering from those uh, injuries today. The young man has been, uh, of course, arrested and charged with murder. Uh, and right now, going on in a stake center in Grantsville, Utah, is the funeral uh, for those three young people and their uh, mother. Uh, we have a, a, a large team of reporters covering covering this story. Uh, one such reporter with KSL 5 Television, Garna Mejia, joins us on the line uh, right now. Garna, I'm grateful to you for stepping away from the funeral and having a moment to talk to us. No worries. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. D- describe what you're seeing. What What is happening there now? You know, the funeral is actually still going on. Um, the When I stepped out, it, Colin, actually, the father, he has uh, taken the stand and he's, you know, uh, speaking a little bit. It's been, as you know, we can all imagine just a very uh, somber mood. Um, but there's been a lot of uh, people that are sharing memories about, about the children, about uh, the mom, uh, Alejandra. Uh, Colin sharing a lot of the same remarks that he shared with us yesterday about, you know, his gratitude for the community and the outpouring of love and support that they've received. Those yellow ribbons making a huge difference for them. He said, you know, just driving through town has, has meant so much to him to see them. We're learning a little more about the family. What have you heard from the pulpit there? You know, um, we've heard from Danny. He's the oldest son of the Haney family, and he was not home on the night of the incident. It's my understanding that he goes to school uh, down in Utah County. Um, he got up and he spoke, and it very, very touching. Um, took time to just kind of share memories and, and share a little bit about his siblings and their personalities, and everyone just talking about how close-knit the family was. Um, how Alejandra, the mom, was just kind of like this mama bear. And she just kind of um, took other people's children as well under her, her wing and just loved to cook and loved to garden. Um, a touching moment, I, I think, for me personally, was when uh, Danny, you know, took a moment to talk about his brother, about CJ, you know, who we, we all know is, you know, in custody at this time, saying that, you know, he's still his brother and he still loves him and uh, he wants what's best for him. And there's a lot of people that want what's best for him as well. Danny, the the brother of the suspect, uh, the suspect yeah. uh, who, who allegedly killed uh, his younger siblings and his mother. Uh, Danny, that surviving sibling, expressed love and compassion for for his brother, huh? Yeah, it was it was really really quite touching. Um, when I had also you know stepped out, calling the dad, you know he's he's the most recent speaker and he's kind of um, 
referencing a little bit of that as well, just how there's moments where his emotions are up and they're down, but he's choosing to focus on the good and focus on, on all the good memories that he has with his children. And he said that it just really, he felt so uplifted to hear so many people share so many positive things about him and, and about his wife and saying that he had a good family. He had a good family. So that was just, you know, everybody with so many questions, they're really trying to focus on the good and on remembering, you know, their family members. Garna Mejia, reporter for KSL 5 Television. I'm grateful to you for stepping out of of these funeral services. Uh, Get back in there, please, and soak it all in. Report back to us uh, later. I'm grateful to you for your coverage today. No worries. Thank you so much, Lee. Thank you. Uh, Listen, for the remainder of this segment, I want to share with you a few things uh, stemming from this terrible tragedy. Uh, You heard uh, reporter Garna Mejia there make reference to some comments shared by Colin Haney, the father in this family, just yesterday. They're brief, uh, but I want to share them with you now. Here's Colin Haney. Extend a thank you to the community, both local and extended. Uh, The uh, outpouring of love and support has been overwhelming at first uh, this seemed to be uh, a family uh, tragedy but as time has gone on it's been become very clear that it's affected far more than my family or or even the local community and we appreciate all who have uh, been so generous in giving time and help and resources in making uh, this difficult time less difficult for us. That's Colin Haney. He, last Friday, lost his wife and three of his children at the hand of another one of his children. He has endured something unimaginably horrific. And right now, his community of Grantsville is uh, gathered together, uh, and they are mourning the the loss uh, of that family. Uh, and of his family members in funeral services. Got to make a quick clarification for the legal folks around here. I said that uh, he lost his family uh, at the hand of his other child. Uh, That's only an allegation right now. Uh, Justice is important, and that process will carry out. We've seen that uh, from the the county attorney over there. He made it known all of the charges uh, filed against this alleged killer. Uh, and he has also taken the time to explain those and uh, speak uh, as well on behalf of the, the community. The community who, as you heard uh, Colin Haney there communicate, uh, is sharing in the loss of this family. Before we go to break, I want to read to you uh, one last statement. This has been uh, shared uh, by David Isom, is the attorney uh, working with Colin Haney, helping him through this tough time. Uh, this was shared with folks just yesterday. I'll read that. Uh, we'll take a break and come back and talk about some more here on the program. Here's the statement. Colin Haney has asked me as his attorney to provide this information on behalf of the Haney family in connection with the tragic events of last Friday, January 17th, 2020. On Friday, Colin Haney lost his beloved wife, Alejandra, and three of his cherished children, his daughter, Alexis, his son, Matthew, and his daughter, Milan. As you can imagine, this loss is, also un- is almost unbearable. Colin has asked me to express his and his family's profound appreciation for the support given by friends, extended community, law enforcement, and health care providers. Colin, who was also wounded on Friday, but he expects to recover fully from those injuries. 
Of course, Colony is cooperating with law enforcement and with the judicial proceedings. That Colony is in reference, of course, to the father. Uh, Colin is cooperating with law enforcement and the judicial proceedings. As I am sure you can understand, Colin can hardly comprehend what has happened. As he looks forward, Colin will need, and he respectfully requests, time and privacy to grieve and to heal himself and those he loves, including both of his sons. The Haney family also understands that this tragedy affects the community and beyond. They will provide information to the public as Appropriate Right now, the funeral services for those three children lost, along with their mother, are taking place in a stake center in Grantsville, Utah. We're going to take a break now. Next up, I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with Mike Lee uh, about uh, a rally happening in Washington, D.C., a pro-life rally. That's next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.